0: Hello family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to the Practical Heroes flagship campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Aeroth. Last time, the party sent Mary, Seth, and a few of the NPCs off to start doing some shopping. Seth unfortunately made their excuses and left, as they had some praying to do and some questions which they needed answered. This, of course, left Merry to do the shopping effectively alone. And after teaching some of the NPC friends the Halfling Shuffle, she also questioned some guards about where to go to mail letters, acquired a travelling stamp book at the Crowbar, purchased a few items of clothing, and then began to make her way down to the forge with Orlan, Gerald, and Cuijo in tow. She finished up her interaction with Rillia and her husband and made her way to a Fletcher's shop to purchase some arrows and some special Arcana Mechanical arrows made only in Mordothak before heading next door to the Arcana Mechanical prosthetic shop and immediately cutting her arm off and demanding they replace it with a new one. There's not really much more to say about that. It got interesting. Let's see where it went next.
1: <laughs> then uh, can I, could I possibly implore uh, Orland to uh, to to go pick up the last couple little things that I need from my list so that I can <laughs> chop my arm off and do this. <laughs>
0: All right, I uh, don't want to argue with you anymore. because <laughs> Mary's just bleeding on the floor.
1: It's I imagine fight. It's for this team! That is the coldest fucking thing. That's what
0: the new scimitar was for. She just extends it out, cuts the arm off.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess she'll just... It probably needs to be healed somewhat for the attachment. Yeah. yeah. So she'll oh cast a second level Cure Wounds Hell on herself. Hell yes.
2: You should have just got regular arms, so you came back walking on your arms.
0: Oh, hey guys, fuck yeah! I mean, yeah. sized
2: arms. <laughs> Mary
3: came back with sets of I, extra I, I arms, uh, so that Mary is a spider. Just <laughs> fucking
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, oh I mean my that's the gosh. ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal. But I got max rolls, so so uh,
0: if you're if you're doing the <laughs> grafting, I will need you to roll d hundred, please. Give me okay. some percentiles.
1: That's fine, but I'm just really proud of my max. Hell here. yes! And I just gave
3: Fucking amputating an arm? Nah, no problem.
1: You guys are gonna be like, we did.
3: Did you make such eye a contact with been this been shop owner while doing this? Because
0: why is the like right. happy-go-lucky Absolutely. halfling ranger the most metal person in the entire? Imagine being a email shopkeeper
3: party. and someone walks in and they making eye contact, cut it. their arm off in front of you, heal themselves, and then go begin. And you're just like, <laughs> right.
1: Oh, oh, Sorry. wait, 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 I didn't just cut my arm. She's got those new retractable scimitars, so she just like puts it right up to her shoulder and oh, hits the button. That's so
2: dope. Oh.
0: And it just like skewers Ooh. it off. Mm-hmm. The
2: real question is, does she keep her original arm in her satchel or something?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you do with your
2: arm? Like toss it yes. in the garbage? Like I don't need that
1: anymore. just the
0: bones. Just the bones. Just the bones. Well, it's, it's good to have your backup, you know. Yeah. I mean, in
3: case just you ever have case. to regrow it, you know.
0: Um. So yeah. What was the uh, percentile?
1: Forty-three.
0: Forty-three. Just the threshold is forty. <laughs> Mary is in a lot more pain than she was expecting, um, and just, like, halfway through, you're, like, passing out, and you just hear in your head, You die when Mikko says it's time to die. (laughs) Um, Yes. But the process goes off without a hitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Mary's got like a slight nervous twitch for the next hour or so, and that's about it really, um, having just staved off long-term madness. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Orlan will go off and retrieve the rest of the items for you, because he's too scared <laughs> now to say no, <laughs> as was the shopkeep. <laughs>
3: It. Oh my gosh, that's so dope. <laughs> that's rad as hell.
0: The other two are literally just going to come back to the podcast, and Mary's going to be like, <laughs> so I uh, swing at him with my metal arm, and they're going to be like, you're what? <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm happy. John's going to be so confused. Hey, uh, Mary, I'm, can you go well, send a letter yeah, for me?
3: What the fuck did you... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you do? Here's your change back. Yeah. Open metal hand, the palm just like <laughs> Can I? does um, it have compartments that I can put stuff in like the palm of the hand? Can I just just so I can do not game mechanics wise, but just for RP, like put the change yeah. so I can just open my hand and the money just starts falling out of it.
0: Yeah, okay. Um you can hold like some loose change in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
1: Just for kicks. <laughs> Cool,
0: cool. As Mary just swings to backhand someone, you just hear the clanking of coins.
1: it <laughs> would be like in video games, when you hit the bad guy and you get money. Oh. It's just, it fell out of her pocket.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, whilst Mary is screaming in agony, ah! uh, the camera just slowly backs away <laughs> in fear. <laughs> back to... I'm sorry I nearly made you spit out your drink there. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. As it
0: backs away to Promethea um, where the rest of you are winding down <laughs> for the night. Um, <laughs> as... <laughs> God, I'm sweating. Kuijo <laughs> is just like... Uh, not Cuijo, Fuiro is just... This was supposed to be, like, a really expedited, super quick shopping trip. (laughs) (laughs) And instead, the ranger had lost an arm. Um, (laughs) So great. But then also, I was like, I'm not gonna expedite it too much because we're now missing two people. Um, So. You guys are winding down for the evening as Fuiro just, like, sits down silently um, she takes out like a small record player and puts on some smooth jazz. Um, (laughs) It's a nice calm evening aboard Promethea, whilst Mary is just screaming in agony (laughs) somewhere down below. Orlin is just like with Gerald and Cuijo as they're all just like, we are never going too near her again. Um. they're all just like in a bar somewhere like she cut off her own <laughs> arm in the middle of a shop just like drinking to get over what just happened um over to you two. <laughs> oh, i wonder what mary's Man, up to really right now
3: cool. was able to mail that letter i asked to mail pretty really cool uh <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a good thing that's what she did first
3: um so i think i guess an important distinction is after this uh like blast uh as we're like sitting there um i change back to uh to gun instead of Mm ellian and i'm just (laughs)
0: <laughs> just double-checking who's with you. Oh, Cloud's with you as well. Cool. The tabaxi's just, like, curling up, ready to go to sleep. <laughs> Slowly nudges a glass of water off a nearby box
1: <laughs>
0: while maintaining eye contact, <laughs> as cats do. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, James.
2: <laughs> I like to imagine at this moment, uh, as Gunnark does that, Ethan kind of just puts his back against one of the... Um one of the boxes the shipment cargo boxes and kind of just slides down sitting on the floor.
0: Either just puts his back against the box and slowly kills himself. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
2: (laughs) But he sits, he uh, presses up his back against the the cargo box, kind of slides down, sitting down looking at the metal box in the middle of the room kind of glances over at Gunnar. (sighs) I'm not really sure exactly how any of this god stuff works but I don't I just don't understand why Raphael didn't really reach out to me. I mean, he's interfered multiple times. I just—do they get to do what the hell they want? Then uh he's just kind of said that open for anybody to. Bolt
0: of lightning yeah. smites <laughs> Ethan. Um, I think I
3: will uh, go and slide down uh, to the crate, basically like next to Ethan. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, from my experience, that seems to be uh, kind of the vibe of gods most of the time.
2: This is why.
0: Another scream comes from the forge as Mary's oh, shoulder nerves. Bird outside. <laughs> Weird.
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, i not exactly sure. I mean... This is one reason why I didn't get involved with gods in the first place, but it just seems like He's picked me out of anybody else. He's picked me for some reason. But whatever, I'm not gonna dwell on it too much. So, uh, Gunark. Now that you're back to Gunark, what exactly is the reason why you switch between Ellian and Gunark? Is this some type of Ooh. Is this some type of deeper meaning or is it just, I mean, because I can change too. But I always know that when I change, I mean, I can change up here in my mind to play the individual I'm playing, but the heart never changes. Is that the same for you or is it different?
0: (laughs) Get out the law books, guys.
2: Uh, Look, I, uh... (laughs)
3: I changed to Elian out of necessity uh, it was what I had to do to, to see the sky uh, I read about it a lot when I was a kid and uh, well there's not very many options for me for seeing that so uh, I followed kind of the one pathway that would get me to a point where I could see that you know my uh, my dad's never seen it. So, you know, first generation of seeing the sky, I guess. Uh, but, uh, I don't think I'm gonna do that anymore.
2: You don't think you're gonna do what anymore?
3: I don't think I'm gonna change anymore. I, I came out here uh, kind of under false pretenses. I mean, who really knows? I just wanted to explore and uh, I'm very persuasive. So I kind of figured out a way to convince (laughs) the people that I work with to allow me to travel outside of Thistlewood for the first time that Elyon has ever left Uh, and I said I would make connections across you know the aisles and uh, try to make some trade ventures and things like that but uh, I sent a letter with Mary uh, I told the people I work with that I'm not gonna do it anymore Elyon I switched to Elyon because Elyon is a... Elyon is a, a diplomat who gets shit done. And uh, always has been. But, uh... Alien's also an asshole. And you have to be to get shit done like that. And, uh... If I'm gonna see the world I don't want to have to pretend that I'm not seeing it for the first time, you know?
2: I hear ya. There were many things that I had to do myself to get where I am. Mm. To learn it the hard way.
3: Where... Where did you come
2: from, huh? Well... I was raised in Frostreach. Um... My mom and dad in a small little house. But, um. In a different time area. Basically. Way in the past.
0: And you hear. As Quij- uh, Fuiro has somehow totally silently. I guess you guys were just completely engrossed in conversation. Made his way over to you and set down two big mugs, almost. No handle, just like nice-looking mugs, and just starts pouring what looks to be alcohol into them, (laughs) pushes them towards you, nods, (laughs) turns around and walks back to where he'd sat before, and sits back down again.
2: Ethan looks at Gunnark. Uh, shall we? To getting shit done. To getting shit done. (laughs) They go ahead and drink. (laughs) <clears throat> but yeah, um, yeah, when I came to this time, everything was completely different. Family gone. City completely changed. Um, everyone I knew was gone as well. Either that or extremely old. Graveyards everywhere. Of the loved ones I knew. So I had to make whole new connections. And, uh, ran into this one guy, basically taught me everything I know. And I used it in a means of uh, getting around, getting what I need, answers, money, and uh, all that led me to where we are now. But yeah, still lots of things i still don't know especially this newfound power that i got still don't completely understand it ethan raises his hands and tries to tries to kind of activate the time crystal or the time fragment um, mm-hmm. just to kind of show gun arc
0: and uh yeah you um it it less like shows up as a crystal or like a specific thing mm-hmm but you can see it's almost like ripples in reality, in a way, in like that kind of vague shard shape, as if he's just like torn the air and like floating above his hand. You can just see this like rippling, changing energy, almost. It's, it's like it's invisible, but you can see, like when you look at a car on a hot day, mm-hmm. like, the heat waves kind of thing.
3: Yeah, that, that looks very interesting.
0: Yeah, I am.
2: Um, I really need to get to the bottom of this. When...
0: And as you as you look at the hand as well, Ethan, um, you notice out the corner of your eye with your passive perception, um, the dagger at your belt the sand in the handle is slowly moving and shifting from the moment you brought forth that time fragment. I noticed it? Yeah. With your passive perception. You could just see like really gently the sand flowing through this like hourglass handle.
2: And this is the first time I'm seeing it?
0: Uh, I don't think so because you've used a time fragment from the blade before. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's uh it all has to be connected. I just don't know how. But my dad did mention that there's more of these, bla- more of these weapons of time in these time vaults. And uh, I think I mentioned this to you before, Garak. I, I think you're someone that I can trust in this. And with your set of talents, I think it'd be possible for me to achieve or retrieve these different time weapons. It's
3: nice to be trusted for, yeah, for me. Uh, Yeah, as I said before, I would love to help you. I mean, I've heard of some of the stuff you're talking about, but not a lot of it. Uh, it's interesting, you know, that kind of, I don't know if it's magic or what, but, you know, you you definitely have some abilities I've never seen before, even though I've seen, you know, I've seen some magic. We fought a god or something. I
2: don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Well... I got to get a hold of it quick, figure it all out, and just master it. These, these battles we're going to find ourselves in are not going to be no easy matter.
3: No, I don't think so. It must have been hard for you to come to and realize everything you knew wasn't the same anymore.
2: taught me just to kind of look back at the past things that made you happy They'll get you through the hard times but uh sad to say I'm starting to forget what she looks like you know uh
3: I think uh, something important is that When someone dies, they're gonna, you know, decompose. Doesn't matter how long they live, when they die, that's gonna happen. And they'll never look the same ever again. So remember when, remembering what they look like, you know, isn't as important to me as remembering the things they said and what they did, you know. I don't remember much of what my parents look like either, and it's not been, the same amount of time, I'm sure, but... You know, you... It's... It's remembering the things about them that... uh, that transcend their... physical form.
2: Never thought of it that way.
3: It helps me. Thanks. uh, I got to I, I think I learned a new thing as well. Um wondering uh do you want to try
2: it out? What do you got in mind? Uh uh here stand up.
3: And stand I up. am going to uh I yeah, I'm going to uh reach my hand out and place it on your shoulder and I'm going to cast fly uh, and say alright you can fly now not for long but enjoy
2: that <laughs>
0: Yeah, As as he says it, you feel yourself getting like weightless. You feel like your heels leave the ground a little bit. Your toes are still touching. You're like, this is a weird feeling. When did you
2: have the ability to do this? I just
3: figured it out.
2: How long does it last?
3: You got about ten minutes, so have fun.
2: (laughs) Ethan, I guess, doesn't know what to say at this moment. Um, kind of just starts floating off, kind of using it to kind of move around the metal box a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. then just uses that time to kind of like quickly move around the cargo
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then are you doing anything in particular or just moving around
2: she's moving around as of right now and then he mm-hmm. thinks then he kind of shouts out the gunark Gunark. i got a great idea i'm gonna see how I'll basically just move around the cargo and kind of see what i can find around here maybe Maybe with this type of movement, I can move faster quicker around the area. And then uh, Ethan starts flying around and uh, looking mm-hmm. to see what he can find. Maybe that gives us a better understanding of the box or how to. Yeah,
0: make either an investigation oh. or perception check. And uh, depending on which you do, I will uh, tell you what you see.
2: And what was it? Um, perception or what?
0: either perception or investigation investigation would be like if you're looking for something specific perception is if you're just looking around in general
2: uh, i got a 13 on perception or i'm perception. sorry investigation um, investigation sorry
0: cool cool Cool. um you fly around <laughs> for a while um it's faster than you move it is fly is a fly speed of 60 feet jeez So you're moving twice as fast as you do when you walk, Mm -hmm. Um, or if you run, it's 120 feet in six seconds. That's dope. Effectively, (laughs) Um, and you are blasting around the cargo hold. Um, You do notice uh, there's a long one of the back corners obscured by a bunch of crates that you wouldn't have even known you could have like got behind but now you're above them you can see it was if you picture it as like a seven foot stack of boxes for example Mm. you couldn't have seen over it before but now you can and there is like a small space behind it and you can see the path through the boxes to it um and there's some sort of like stain splattered up against the corner that you would notice. Mm. Um not all the way from like floor to ceiling. Yeah. It's more like if someone had been for example, if someone had been stood there and hit really hard in the face with a baseball bat, like <laughs> the bottom of the splatter starts around like shoulder chin level for an average sized human and then goes up to the ceiling. Oh snap.
2: How far am I from how far was that from everyone else?
0: Uh, it's about 20, 30 feet.
2: Okay. Um...
0: I can't remember how long the cargo hold is, so I'll just say that.
2: (laughs) Ethan, seeing it, um... Goes to investigate it.
0: uh Make an investigation check. As it's quite low light in this corner.
2: That is a 23.
0: Fucking hell. It's blood. Definite blood. Um, there's like a spray of blood, um, possible like brain matter, just scattered up the wall.
2: Is there, when Ethan's looking around, is there anything like where it came from, or is it, does it go anywhere else? Is there a body there?
0: You don't see a body. There's, there's not really, actually with the 23, there's not many signs outside of there's a scorch mark on the back of one of the boxes. There's clear signs of a struggle. There's scratch marks, there's... a few boxes have been pushed. Like, you can see now what you thought, like, the bottom of the stack would have been two crates, one in front of the other, is actually, like, one of them had been pushed, and if you had leant on the stack from the other side, the whole thing would have come toppling over. Um, it's just been jengered out a little bit, um, from quite a heavy impact from the looks of it. The side of the crate is, like, dented in. Um and i'd say with 23 there's like a little bit of this like almost like mucusy substance on the floor jarrah's just like oh my god it's an (laughs) abeleth imagine (laughs) we just have an abeleth in the carbon uh, hold like cr 26. (laughs) i was i've got to say now i was struggling so hard i like there was one point I was about to just burst out laughing during this insane super deep interaction between the two of you because in my head we've got this super deep conversation going on lunch like meanwhile Mary walks into a shop and cuts her arm off and yeah. bleeds all over the floor and goes fix me never <laughs> well, let Jer- me play well, by God, myself it's just like, my parents have never seen the sun <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever get to fix my arm watch me
1: do it! <laughs> Eye contact the entire time.
0: Ethan
2: flies over back to Gunnark.
0: Mm-hmm. Gunark. And at this point, the fly would be ending, so you'd, like, touch down. Okay. <laughs> you can, like, feel it ending.
2: There, uh, there was definitely something over there. Um, blood splatter, some type of mucus. It looked like, a uh, some type of, some type of battle.
0: Uh,
3: Fuero, watch the box. Uh, can you show me where it is?
0: You seem... You... You turned to look at Fuero after... Like, to tell him to watch the box. And, Ethan, you would have seen this. The minute you said, like, mucus thing, Fuero immediately stood up and put a hand on the handle of one of his swords at his side.
2: Furo, I'm guessing you've seen something like this or heard something like this? Not. Alright. I think we... There's no one else that we're here that we can trust. At least watch the guys. I know you have concern for, Gunnark. Um... But we, I think we need to go over there and investigate it.
3: Yes, alright. Uh... Did you have a view of the, like, cube from where this was, or no?
2: Um... I can see from the distance, yeah, about... Could have been about 20 feet, 25-20.
0: Yeah, from where you were floating, like, you turned around to go back, and it was basically straight line back to the box. You could have seen it from.
2: It was a little bit of a maze, but, uh, I remember how to um, get there. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's go.
0: Yeah, I'll say with the 23 of the investigation and the perception check beforehand, you'd probably uh, remember a way through yeah, the box. Yeah, I
3: mean, we gotta do it, so let's do it.
2: Should we bring for up?
3: Wiro, I think you should stay and watch this box. Uh when we come back, if you wanna go investigate it yourself, uh you're more than welcome to, but
0: you've you've heard like the grunts and the grumbles before. This one is like low rolling thunder. Like a I don't wanna but mm. I'll do it. <laughs> How about this? And just kneels down in front of the if box. We're not
2: back. In 15 minutes. Come find us. (laughs) Deal. All right,
0: And you hear... as he slides out one of the swords and places it across his knees. This way. Or like in his lap as he's kneeling down. Then we leave. So you head through the maze. (laughs) Um, probably around oh no you would have gone no ignore that because um, Mary's going back the next morning um, <laughs> at this point Mary's like made it to the Companions Guild showing Seth the new arm <laughs> um, you know,
1: I think I would to wait to show Seth <laughs> the new arm for when his player is actually Fair. Yeah. I don't Mary's
0: like put gloves on <laughs>
1: yeah she's got her cloak pulled (laughs) over that one shoulder and she's just like I just need a just need a hard drink and a nap I think for me today thank you uh, and good night
0: the other three are basically in the positions they were before but like an extra half foot back (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah you uh you guys head over um what do you do when you reach this small alcove almost in the boxes?
2: This is it. Ethan crouches down, kind of like wipes the uh, goop <laughs> with his hands to bring it closer to him and kind of look at it and see if he knows what exactly it came from.
0: Um, yeah, I can... I would say you could make either a medicine or arcana check, Oh, maybe. you know,
3: me and arcana checks <laughs> go away.
0: Like, if, if, if you're trying to figure out if it's from something, like, crazy, probably arcana. If you're just trying to figure out if someone sneezed on the floor, or, like, generally what this might have come from mm. that you might know.
2: Alright, I'm going to medicine because I had a better chance on that.
0: Oh my god, I love that I've got like a full spreadsheet of Mary's shopping. This is amazing.
3: (laughs) I rolled a nat 1 on an arcana check.
0: (laughs) Yeah, somebody sneezed on the floor. Gross.
2: (laughs) That looks pretty fucking icky, I don't know. Yeah. Then I got 11, I don't know. 11 on wisdom. Or uh, medicine. Medicine, sorry. It was that
0: medicine. It... I mean... (laughs) it's mucusy, so Gunnark's wisdom of someone sneezing on the floor kind of tracks <clears throat> but like it's it's more than would be if just someone had sneezed on the floor but it's like I have no idea what this is and it's gross yeah. why am I still touching it <laughs> Can...
3: I'm gonna pop out mage hair. this is why you need meridian <laughs> I'm going to uh, <sighs> investigate all of the boxes surrounding this, like, blood splatter.
0: Sure, make an investigation check. I got a 12. 12. So, I mean, the first few boxes, you come back pretty much empty in, uh, inverted commas. It's not anything particularly noteworthy outside of, like, some items. Um, like it pulls up various items from the box, but it's not really what you're concerning yourself with at this particular moment. So you probably just put the back, make a mental note that there are some items in these boxes. Yeah, I mean, if anything um, looks like
3: particularly, if it's just like, you know, general goods, you know, like, oh, I pull out like, you know, a cloth or a, a robe, I'm putting it
0: back. Some of them are. Um... Some of them are. There's, like, rings, jewellery, similar to some of the other boxes that Mary had been opening. Um, the last one, um, I guess you've- can you feel what the mage hand- do you feel what the mage hand feels? Good
2: question.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> can you smell what the mage hand's cooking? <laughs> I don't know.
3: I feel like I would have it's, some it's something idea. something that's never come but... up.
0: I, yeah. That's always been my thought on it, and I'll go with it. Um, There's something squishy Mm. in the box.
3: I'll definitely go over and like investigate that box closer.
0: Okay. Um, You head over to investigate the box, and as you uh, peer in, I need you to make an intelligence saving throw, please. Am I about to get feeble minded? That'd be pretty dope.
2: It's a mind flicker.
0: It kind of is. Is it an intellective hour?
3: I got a 13.
0: 13 is exactly what you needed. You feel like your mind being assaulted. And you just hear this as this like brain with four legs attached to it just leaps out of the box towards you and you like back step and it onto the floor and just back up onto the legs. Do I see this? Um. Yeah, you, 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 you hear and you kind of turn around in time to see it struggle back up to its legs uh do you guys want to roll initiative oh snap oh dang cue volatile reaction buddy. Oh, kevin mcleod ba, da, da, ba, ba, i
2: got
3: a nat 20 ba, ba, i got
2: 22 now
0: <laughs> we're going nice 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 Burp. i got um, a 23
3: total but damn. at nat 20 damn let's
0: move the uh dead myth leather journal out of the way because I'm not taking notes right now.
2: Intellect
3: I like
0: to think devout. in this
2: moment Ethan stands up and shakes that mucus off his hand and just kind of grabs onto yeah, his like sword. as
0: you're turning around, shaking it off, you're like that's oh, really <laughs> gross and then a brain just splats on the floor, four legs come out of it and it stands up. Uh, so the oh, ID man. is on there. Uh, gun up your initiative.
2: 23. With a nat 20. and ethan 22 with a nat 20.
0: <laughs> okay uh i what's your dex
2: my dex yeah it's gonna
0: be a plus three isn't it
2: oh for skills Um yeah. my dex is.
0: it's gonna be a plus three isn't it and really make my life hard let me see no, I, oh no it's, it's a
2: plus he, two dex
0: Oh, it's a plus two. Cool. So you do go after the Intellect Devourer. Um, Because it also rolled 22. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could have been nice thinking about it now and said that the natural 20 means that you go before it, but I'd already written in the Intellect Devourer to 22. Hey, Lindsay, you came back for fun stuff. They poked a crate and an Intellect Devourer jumped out. And I wasn't joking for once.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I almost lost my mind.
0: Fun. So, first, Gunark reacts as it.
3: <laughs> My guess. Um, Okay, I guess this is, is just like, having
0: a new arm attached to her body. <laughs> this isn't like an
3: action I want to take or anything, but do I recognize this at all?
0: Make an Arcana check.
3: Oh boy. Famously good. 11.
0: 11. You do not know what this is.
3: That's a weird fucking brain. <laughs> uh I'm gonna just
0: Brain take on out. legs. Brain on legs.
3: <laughs> are we uh like within five feet of it?
0: You like, definitely are. I know. You were leaning I am. into the crate that it was in.
3: Is Ethan within five feet?
0: I'd say Ethan's probably ten feet away. Cause you'd <laughs> moved away from okay. him to walk over to the box. Okay. And it was like the last one along the line. Dope. In that case, Gunnar just blows up and uh, <laughs> explodes himself. Self-destruct. <laughs> self-destruct. Gunnar,
2: you <costs> self-destruct. Yeah. <laughs> Gunnar, self-destruct. Uh,
3: is there a way, like within, like to get on top of some crates without, like, smashing into the ceiling? Like, I don't know how. Like, are there? Yeah,
0: I mean, you could get on top of like a box. The ceiling, I, I seem to remember saying, was like 20, 25 right feet. so you could probably get on a box or two okay um, it would probably um, be an athletics check to climb up them or acrobatics
3: so i'm gonna circle around this thing in such a way that i can reach out and grab uh ethan's hand uh and say hold on uh and then uh i'm going to hopefully by doing that it would be within 10 feet of the intellective hour um -hmm. right oh i see what he's setting up and i see what he's setting up cast thunder step um from and teleport us on top of some of the boxes in a place where like both of us could stand
0: um does it it makes a save does it not dexterity save uh it makes a constitution saving throw constitution saving throw i don't know if they have particularly good that's all right um, that is a 16. Okay, so it saves for half damage. Cool. So Ethan, he just steps over, grabs your hand, you feel like all the air get torn from your body, your gut wrenches, and there's just a as you both vanish.
3: Rolled a good roll too, that's a total of 21 damage, so halved to 10 ah. Uh, thunder damage. You can try and... to catch
2: his breast, his breast, <laughs> <breath. laughs> my breast. Where are they? <laughs> they ran away. <laughs> They're still there. Oh, good. <laughs>
3: um, and we are now on top of, within uh, eyesight, like eye line of it, but still like basically up to a point where we're hopefully, in my mind, out of its like melee range.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, so you're. Sorry, how high up did you say? Um... Like how far? I guess if
3: the ceilings are like 25 feet, I'll go to a nearby box that's within like 20 feet, where both of us can stand uh, like 10 feet off the ground.
0: Cool. Awesome, 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 awesome. Seeing as you've just damaged it, it's gonna try it again, and you're within 30 feet. So... (laughs) Just... (laughs) You, uh, you feel another wave of just this psychic assault, and I need you to make another intelligence saving throw. poor favor. It's always good fun running stuff like this because no one ever puts points into intelligence unless they're a wizard.
2: <laughs> my intelligence is pretty good. This is Ethan's first time running into this thing. Okay. Or
3: actually uh, my intelligence is not pretty good, but my intelligence saving throw I'm proficient in. So that's it, <laughs> that's something. That ain't good though, that's a Uh 7.
0: That's a 7. Excellent. Um, What the hell is that thing? Five or more. You failed by more than five. Um, In that case, you first take 3d10 psychic damage. That's 2d10, that's 3d10. I picked up a d8 five times trying to grab my d10s. It happens every time anyone tries to get a d10. You take turn fourteen points of psychic damage, and having failed by more than five, your intelligence score is immediately reduced to zero, and you are incapacitated. So Ethan, you watch as Gunnark just starts drooling and collapses. Gunark. Right next to you. Gunark! What the hell
2: is going on? Bad bad bad. bad. <laughs> Ba, ba, ba,
3: ba, Hello, ba, friends, ba. it's Yuri. <laughs> 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 Comes out of Gunnark's
0: mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. um. <laughs> cool, 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 That's how that works. Awesome. Ethan, it is um, your turn.
2: After Ethan saying that, <clears throat> I'm guessing Gunnark is on the floor, le- or laying down on the top of the box now
0: it's like as he is collapsing you just watch him his eyes just go completely vacant his jaw slackens and he just starts to crumple jeez um
2: ethan kind of like catches him put him down a little bit what the hell is this looks over at the uh the creature the brain (laughs) the brain (laughs) and then uh
0: it's literally a brain on legs mm-hmm. <laughs> I will, i'll send you a picture if someone <laughs> yeah. hasn't already i'm very familiar um, with these yeah. love them
1: it's a They're great it's fun. a brain doggo
0: <laughs> basically
2: i will uh ethan will basically just throw a dagger at it classic classic
0: It is a classic Ethan move. Here we go, brain doggo pictures. Um, are you throwing a specific dagger? Nah, just, just a normal, just dagger? a normal
2: dagger, yeah. And I got a uh, 15 to hit.
0: Uh, 15 hits. Sweet!
2: That will take... I nearly s- just
0: private messaged it to Lindsay instead of actually sending it.
2: That'll be six points of damage. Only.
0: The brain doggo. Six points of damage from a standard dagger. Awesome. Um, You watch as this dagger into the brain. It does like sink in really gross and squishily. Um, doesn't seem to have had as much of an impact as you hoped.
2: Ethan looks As over.
0: From the looks of it, Jared just remembered another property of the intellect of aura. Uh, <laughs> Same Ethan. with Lindsay's smug grin.
2: <laughs> uh, Ethan realizing this kinda looks back at Gunnark, tries to shake him awake a little bit. Yeah, it's
0: it's not like he's asleep. Yeah. he seems conscious mm. he's just Not unmoving right. yeah. I guess I'm on my own on this he's turned into okay. Brum Drum
2: <laughs> alright and then uh, Ethan will uh, as a bonus action um,
0: dodge <laughs> <laughs> actually
2: <laughs> Ethan will if I remember, actually Ethan will do steady aim
0: Nice, 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 nice. Cool, cool, cool. Um, At this point, you hear crashing and stomping from the direction of the box, having heard the screeching noises as like, there's stomping and then it just suddenly, like, stops and Fuiro is there just in front of you, in front of the boxes. Almost like Dragon Ball Z instant... Transmission. uh, Yeah, (laughs) style, just the... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, he just appears, sword out, and just swings down at it. Uh... Oh, snap! (laughs) First attack ever with Fuiro, and he goes and rolls a nat 20 straight away.
3: (laughs) He's a badass, what can I say? Well, I right. can't say
0: anything. they <laughs> 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 just like, full on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure style freeze frames. He's behind this brain. <laughs> Even though the brain can't speak.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: let me load up Fuero's stats, because I've <laughs> got stats for him. Even though he's totally just a god. <laughs> he just he swings and it it disintegrated. Blah, blah, um D Dion, don't let me down. <laughs> yeah, Gunark's just blowing snot bubbles on the side. <laughs> um ability saves and senses. Actions. Katana. Oh. <laughs> he swings once with the katana two-handed. Oof. That's not the right d10. I only want to use the single digit one because it makes me happy.
2: 30 plus Um, damage.
0: That is 10 points of damage from Fwiro. And this, you notice, does seem to have the effect you had intended as he cuts across two of the legs on the side and they buckle he is going to spend one of his superiority dice like d30s because he's just superior to everyone <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, ohhh...
0: Oh, 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 oh. quiet, I can't concentrate <laughs> <laughs> So he gets an extra five points of damage! hey So Ethan, at this point as he takes this... swing Somehow it allows you to do this as the Intellect Devourer buckles. Um, You may, if you wish, use your reaction to move up to half your movement speed without provoking an attack of opportunity from the Intellect Devourer, should you wish to move any closer. And just disregard the Thunder Step. (laughs) Hmm.
2: Could it, all right, so whose turn is it next? Is it the uh, my, the-
0: It will be Gunnar's turn, but Gunnark is incapacitated, so it would probably skip straight to the Intellect Devourer. But Ethan doesn't know that.
2: Right, right, of course. Hmm.
0: Ethan's thinking turns.
2: <laughs> I'm just thinking, I will, uh, Ethan will just, I think, it's just an opportunity of movement, correct?
0: Um, yeah, so basically, normally if you tried to like, run past it and flank, mm-hmm so you're on one side, is we on the other, it would get an attack, but you could move up to half your movement speed, so 15 feet.
1: Oh, you did steady aim with...
2: I did do steady aim. You what? Oh yeah, Which basically, your speed is the zero to the end of your current Tasha's turn. Tasha's feature. So I did end so... my current turn at that time. Is that still part of current until my next turn, or...?
0: Well yeah, you ended your turn.
2: Yeah, so it sets the speed to zero until the end of the current turn. So I guess. So. That's broke. Yeah, I don't know. think yeah.
0: That's what. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because it's because it's supposed to be used at the start of your turn, probably.
1: Yeah, and I used it but at he the. He at the
0: end of his turn.
1: Oh, so it just didn't. It just resets. Anything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Fair. I guess Ethan stylishly will do a somersault over <laughs> to stand to Make land. Check. land behind the uh, mindy.
0: Never mention doing a somersault in combat to me yeah. unless you want to make an acrobatics check. Or All athletics, right. your choice. I will but do... Probably more acrobatics.
2: I will do acrobatic. Here we go. Don't fail me now.
0: Yeah, that was a 13. 13. It's decent. It's decent. You don't quite stick the landing properly. You, like, you land on your heels and roll your ankle a little bit, but it's cool. It's cool. You style it out.
2: Word. <laughs> and he's still staying um, focused like he didn't leave his hand <laughs> off of his blade the whole time we did that
0: somersault cool 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 um, intellect devourer's turn uh, it's not close enough to gun to do that but it's just been hurt by Fuiro so intelligence saving throw from Fuiro uh, because he just hurt it real bad like you had two, but he just hurt it more so <laughs> Oh, oh, poor Fweaver. Oh, that's an 18. That's fine. Um... <laughs> you just see that, like, anime glint in his eyes as he fights off the, uh, the psychic wave that you don't even know is assaulting his mind until you hear the grunt. That'll end the, uh, intellect devourer's turn. Because that's all it can do, I think. Oh, no! Oh, it could do multiple things! It Uh-oh. has multi-attack! Awesome, it's gonna claw at you. <laughs> <What I> Me? <mean. laughs> i misread that completely the first time that's all right it is with the claws 12.
2: <laughs>
0: it misses yeah so it just uh, at you and you just like step back and it scratches the floor
2: <laughs> And then um, now it's your turn so as i step with back and on, dodge the claws ten. ethan will
0: uh
2: will uh two-handed <laughs> Ooh. So pull out his, Ooh. since he since he did that somersault over, landed, still has his hand on his blade, on his uh, arrow crystal blade. Basically dodges mm-hmm. that claw mm-hmm. attack mm-hmm. and sh- swings with a uh, two-handed nice. weapon.
0: Nice, nice, nice. There's a beautiful echoing ring as the crystal blade leaves its sheath.
2: <laughs> I got a 13.
0: I believe that just hits.
2: 1d10 plus two, and that's a 1d10 plus so that's 12 12 points of damage. Now is Furo within five feet?
0: He is. So wait, how many points of damage was it? Ten. Uh,
2: that was 10 plus two, so 12 12 damage from oh. that hit. And then if I can get Sneak Attack on that, if he's not dead already. That is
0: a 3d6. I mean, it's it's looking real bad. Um, not quite dead yet, so.
2: Do I get the Sneak Attack?
0: Uh, technically not, because what? this isn't a finesse sword. You need a finesse weapon for Sneak Attack. And that was how I nerf the Aero Crystal Longsword. You can oh. use your dexterity for it, yes, yes. But yes, it is yes, not a finesse yes. weapon. That's the trade-off, so you it can use your dexterity pro- bonus, which is great do for say, a longsword oh, being able right, to right. use.
2: If I use two-handed, it's versatile, not finesse.
0: Yeah, so it's it's less the two hands and more that Aero Crystal doesn't make something a finesse weapon, it just makes it light enough that you can use your dexterity. Gotcha. Um, but I do believe for the purposes of the weapon, I did have to mark it as finesse, because otherwise it wouldn't let you use your dex mod. Okay. Um, but there should be something written in there near the bottom that says, this does not count as finesse. <laughs> Either that or it's in my supplement and I forgot to add it into the actual item description. But anyway, that is the trade-off of Sweet. an aero crystal weapon that isn't normally finesse.
2: It works. So 12 points of damage on that. Cool, 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 cool. I'll bonus action quick. Uh, oh, you know what? Steady Aim does give me, it did give me, uh...
0: Advantage, but advantage. it's on that turn, though. Yeah. Both benefits until the end of that turn, Right.
2: So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't actually roll twice. I wanted to see if there was a difference on the, uh, the damage. Yeah, but
0: you oh, wouldn't you know, have no, advantage yeah, yeah, no, no, no. unless yeah. you'd use the bonus action before the action. So you'd have to bonus action Steady Aim. Mm -hmm. then use your action to attack in that same time. Gotcha! So
2: there was no point of going to... Okay, that's what we're... Okay, that's get. Thank you for clearing that up. All right, um...
0: No worries. New player and a brand new rule as well, mm because this came from Tasha's, so... Gotcha. It happens. Cool, does that end your turn?
2: Yeah, just, um... Yeah, I'll end my turn.
0: Coming in on the kill steal! Up at number 32, coming in on the kill steal. Uh, Fuiro winds up with the katana and swings. <laughs> After all this, he's gonna miss, isn't he? No, he just hits. No, ah. not just hits, he hits quite comfortably. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a total kill steal with 1d10 plus 4 and the plus 4 is enough to kill it anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> he just like golf swing with the katana and slices the brain in half, and it just. Mm. And Gunark is still just babbling ba,
2: ba, on top ba, of the boxes. Ba, 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 oh. ba. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <clears throat> and then uh, Ethan jumps up to the box, and uh, grabs Gunark. Vero, catch, <laughs> tosses <laughs> him down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then Ethan hops, hops back down. Do you know how to get him to come back? I don't. I don't know what's wrong with him.
0: He nods. Um, places like his thumb on Gunnar's <laughs> forehead, um, and like rests the knuckle, and then like the first. Knuckle of his index finger basically like on the eyes um, And you see a very slight glow. Can you make a perception check?
2: Like a perception. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a 17
0: 17 um, You see a glow, and as he removes his hand, or his, yeah, <laughs> as he removes, like, his fist from Gunnark's head, you see, like, the three spots that he was pressing on, and as the light flashes, um, you see a very, very brief glimpse of maybe, like, a star or something in the flash, mm. and Gunnark, your intelligence is returned, <gasps> um, as he casts Lesser Restoration. <laughs> Why am I
2: covered in spit? The fuck? That's your own. (laughs) You just went blank. You were just knocked out on top of that box. Oof.
0: And Fuira, like, gently lowers you down and heads over and crouches next to this two halves of brain.
3: That thing didn't, uh... didn't seem as threatening as it ended up being... It was very small, but it fucked me up real
2: bad. They do that. What kind of attack was it, Vero?
0: He just stands up and like slings the two halves of it into his belt. <laughs> it's just hanging there.
2: <laughs>
0: Mind. And stomps back over towards the box.
2: Hmm. I guess he's going to eat that for lunch. <laughs> Must be
3: a delicacy where it comes from. It's a uh, Erof fried intellect of uh, Can I look <laughs> in the box that it came out of and investigate in there now that
2: it's not in there?
0: Yeah, um, make an investigation check.
2: Careful, Gunark. We don't know what else is in there.
0: It's a xenomorph on member, two. Just screw Gunark today, am I right? <laughs> yeah. I was so close to killing him if only you'd been within five feet and I could have taken over your body
3: (laughs) Uh, that's a an 18 investigation
0: 18 um the inside of the box is super slimy there's slime everywhere um doesn't seem it with the 18 like it seems like there was stuff in the box that got taken out and this creature has maybe been put in instead. And the slime is pretty similar to the stuff that you noticed on the floor before. Um, it's all Aboleth mucus and now you can no longer breathe air. Um, no, I'm not that mean. It's a horrible, horrible effect, the Aboleth mucus.
2: Anything else in there? Not.
0: not really, it kind of looks like <laughs> Just turns around there's just slime
3: <laughs> I found this uh, non-Newtonian liquid in there uh, <laughs> Seems like someone was watching some like YouTube videos about slime, I don't know weird, weird stuff mm. uh, It looks like there might have been stuff in here that that this thing might have been purposefully placed in here rather than like just snuck in somehow. I don't know.
2: Hmm. Then uh Ethan Now you did say um Mitch that there was blood splatter. Right? Yeah. Um can Ethan look around to see if he's able to spot where the blood if the blood got like dragged maybe like if there's like a trail.
0: So it was it was up the wall. Oh, it was There just was none on the else. floor. Like there was a couple of drops on the floor. That was about it.
2: Would Ethan know that this was possibly from the creature or from something
0: else? Uh, Make a medicine check or an arcana check because this is a crazy creature that you've never encountered before.
2: Come on. 18. 18.
0: It doesn't seem... Was that arcana or medicine?
2: That was medicine.
0: Medicine. It doesn't seem conducive to the uh, claws that you saw on the uh, little footsies of the brain doggo. Um, It was like what, like a foot off the ground, this brain? Mm. And the splatters are like five foot up as if Yuri had punched someone in the face. But Mm. like, uppercut. Does it
3: potentially... uh if we're both like looking at this and investigating can i infer potentially that it was like a an upswing of a blade that like did this
0: uh, make a medicine check
3: boy <laughs> 15.
0: 15. um it doesn't seem to be like an upswing impact Um, As you're looking at, there's like a splatter and a bunch of it has gone up, but it's it's more of like a splat than a swing from a sword. It's almost like an impact wound. As if, for example, like you'd smashed someone's head or something had gone through someone's head. Like you'd seen it before with Merry's arrows where it had gone through someone's neck and left like that similar kind of impact spray of blood. So almost
3: like something pointed
2: up.
0: Less up, yeah, and, and just, more, like, straight towards the So, wall. like,
2: it was forced into the box, because he did say it was, like, a dent into Doesn't
0: the box. Doesn't it go up to the ceiling? So this is—so it's like, the box is a few feet away from that. That's separate. There's, like, splatter. But also, like, maybe before that, something got thrown into gotcha. the box. You're like trying to Sherlock Holmes it together. Does uh, it blood like, go You know all when the you're doing up. those games and it's like, did this happen first or did right, this right. happen first? And the thread's not giving you the green tick yet.
2: If I was a level nine, I would know. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You have a fun, fancy time wibbly wobbly time
3: effect. Um, so the blood splatter on the wall goes well, you can up touch twenty feet to the ceiling, right?
0: Um, no. So, like, there's this impact splat, and some of it has gone up, but not all the way to the ceiling.
3: Okay, and it's not, like, a consistent... It's, like, some, like, droplets have gotten up there. Okay, that's where I was... I was like, how would a straight... I was like... (laughs) The physics of this blood make no. That makes more sense. So he curved yeah, the arrow. It's just right, right. exploded and it got up a little bit, but it's not. I was picturing like a yeah. whole like swath of blood going
0: up. It's like, it's it's that kind of combo of. In like a movie, like a combo of someone just took a bullet through the head, and someone's head exploding. Right. It's like that in between of single impact and, not quite exploded all the way up. Okay,
3: This is uh, definitely weird. I'm wondering, remember how the uh, captain mentioned that missing guard?
2: He did mention a couple missing things, as well as those people.
3: Right. I'm wondering if uh, this is where the guard met their uh, unfortunate demise. We should probably check all the rest of the boxes near here.
2: Yeah, I'm just a little dumbfounded on how is it the blood's here, some type of impact, and now there's no trail. Just disappeared. Yeah, let's check some boxes.
0: It was me, I just killed everybody on board and disappeared <laughs> them.
2: Those kneecap shots.
0: Um, This booker just pokes up from one of the crates.
2: <laughs> yeah, can we…
0: I'm coming for you next, as he slowly lowers back down. Uh, Love that guy. Too bad he doesn't love himself. Very sad. (laughs) Fortunately, he didn't actually Uh, appear, just for uh, anyone who might be keeping track of your appearances (laughs) after the last time.
2: So I guess we'll check some boxes. I
0: mean... Mm -hmm. Uh, Make an investigation check.
2: Investigation. Hey, nat 20, 27.
0: Ooh, damn.
3: I got a non-natural 20.
0: Nice. Cool. Um, you guys are uh, making your way around um, okay. <laughs> and looking into a few of the boxes. Um, and you notice, um, kind of far away, but not too far away from this one where the brain was, there's almost like a wet patch like water had kind of seeped out and got about this far before it had all fully soaked into the floor and you follow that um, to a crate that's just like totally separate from all the other crates you're not quite sure how you hadn't noticed such like an odd one out crate in a way um what do you guys do?
2: I'm gonna knock on it
1: Hello, who is it? I
2: mean, my initial thought um, was stab right through it, but I don't want to kill anybody. That's the, um, possibly
0: alive. Like the sound you get is not like it's a hollow, empty box, like there's something in it deadening the sound a fair amount, We're given the 27 on investigation.
3: I'm standing like 10 feet away. You'd be
0: able to tell. It's it's the difference between knocking on like an empty box and a box filled with something.
3: Uh, Ethan, you should step back a little bit. I'll open it with the mage hand and that way if something jumps out it doesn't uh, make me spit on myself again.
2: Ethan steps at least um, five feet from it.
3: And I'll open mm-hmm. it with mage hand.
0: the lid comes off surprisingly easy it's not like nailed down or secured in any way like any of the other crates have been um and the lid just kind of slides off and (laughs) And i just have
3: eldritch blast ready i'm like
2: all right i'll uh i'll check it all right ethan uh takes a peek in
0: okay um you you head over and you look um the box is lined with like some sort of fabric or something that's there to contain what looks to be like like a pool of water um which is clearly where this like wet patch had spread from it's not doing an amazing job but it seems to have retained most of the water in the crate and you can just see there's these small like tadpoles from the looks of it just swimming around
2: mm. hey I it's these weird tadpole-looking things. Uh,
3: I guess I'll approach and look in as well.
0: Yeah. You see the same.
3: Uh, how far from the uh, big metal cube are we right now?
0: A good, like, 30, 40 feet.
3: Okay, I'll walk a little bit closer and then, uh, speak into Fuero's mind and say, we found something, uh, you might be better at identifying this than we, are <laughs>
0: <laughs> As he comes stomping over, you can hear, like, the wet splats as this brain creature that was cut in half is just, like, swinging against his leg, um resisting the urge to make a dick joke
3: um is that an intellect devourer in your pocket or
0: are you just happy (laughs) to see me as he uh he stomps over and looks into the crate and you just hear like a very heavy sigh
2: what is it tadpoles yeah that's what I thought any significance to what we've just experienced? He nods. Are uh, they
0: tadposed? He's just going through the, his pack <laughs> <laughs> at the moment as you're like, asking him all these things. Um, what did you ask, sorry?
2: Oh, um, Ethan asked if they were the basically baby versions of that creature.
0: Shakes his head. Um, and you watch as he pulls out the shorter blade from like his pair of swords. And just sticks it into the side of the crate, pulls it out, and the water starts pouring. out.
2: I step back. So does Ethan.
0: <laughs> um. And if you if you guys are still like looking into the crate, these creatures are just still there, and they're like flailing around now as the water's slowly draining. Um. And if no one does anything, he fully just pulls a torch out of his pack pulls out his tinderbox, lights the torch, and just drops it into the crate.
2: Ooh. Sounds good to me. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: guessing anything's an enemy.
0: <laughs> babies of another enemy.
3: Are they hmm. babies of some sort of frog thing? or?
0: Hopefully, no. But also... Not hopefully, yes. <laughs> right. I guess. Uh, um. Frog creature would be bad. Just as bad as what this probably is. And what? What is that?
3: Uh, per se.
0: And he lifts up the brain thing. These don't generally go too far from illithid, and puts it back on his belt. Mind Flayers. Mind Flayers. Points back at Gunnark, points at the drool on his shirt.
3: <laughs> do I know, like have, how much experience do I have with like Mind Flayers slash do I know of them?
2: Right, I'd like to ask make
3: to an you an check? Both of you make an Arcana check. I was gonna ask for something
0: else, but. Where's the Ranger when you need her? Even right. if she doesn't know, she might 15. still have some advice. Let's see. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, Ethan got 15,
1: She's got- to She's recovering, afford. is what she's
3: doing. Seems you something no idea. magical I don't know, weird magic people,
0: probably. Ethan, with a 15, you maybe recall, like, bedtime stories of, like, watch out for the brain stealers, they'll flay your mind right wide open and suck out your brain. But, like, that's all you really get from remembering the words mind and flay, and then the brain doggo that you see.
2: It just, it just shoots shivers down Ethan's spine. So, uh...
0: Good thing there's no Yuri, he's the only one without a brain, the Illithid's biggest weakness. So what is
3: the, uh... <laughs> what is this, uh... What... What's the Mind flare? Wanna enlighten me?
0: He, um, reaches into his pack and pulls out like a parchment and just unfurls it. Um, and you see this slender like squid-faced creature, long, spindly limbs and fingers. Mindflayer.
2: <laughs> Is this the whole reason that you needed our help out here?
0: Nods. My brother and I deal with aberrations.
2: How dangerous are these things? I just heard stories about them. They're... very and about how I mean you said that they don't travel too far from their little creatures there that you got in your side not about how far would you say they have the ability to kind of communicate
0: <sighs> thinks it doesn't give me the range ah oh telepathy 120 feet <laughs>
2: <laughs> this thing could be anywhere.
3: <laughs> no, that's that's close. 120 feet, that means it's on the
2: it's in the city. Right. I mean it can be above us, it could be in the same floor as us.
0: Yeah, I mean this thing didn't seem to be acting like it was given direct commands whilst it was attacking. Um given the size of Promethea, it could be anywhere.
3: Well, I say we just fuckin' tank the ship, sink it to the bottom of the ocean, let them drown.
0: I don't think they drown.
3: Alright, we'll fly into space. (laughs) I think they do pretty well there too. (laughs) Alright, we'll slam into the side of the mountain. Is that better? Is that gonna do what needs to be done? Burn the
2: whole right, ship. It. Got it. They don't like fire. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, is there a way that we can, I mean, if that thing's communicating 120 feet, uh, I mean, does it, would it recognize or know that its creature's dead? I'm
1: guessing
0: it, it would. If it was nearby and it was communicating, it would know.
2: Hmm but would it come get it? That's my question.
0: Shrugs. Meanwhile, Mary's tucked into bed at the Companions Guild. Oh, no, she
1: still has her prayer to do before she goes to bed.
0: Ah. Um, what time of night is it for us
3: up at the the cube?
1: It's,
0: it's getting pretty late. It's like nearing midnight.
2: Yeah, at this point, Ethan's not going to sleep. (laughs) Not after this. (laughs) Look, I can keep watch.
0: Once again, Ethan will take a point of exhaustion for, like, the tenth time this campaign. (laughs)
3: Uh... Alright, I mean, I guess for now we should, uh, just keep watch.
0: Keep an ear out for anything. Yeah, nobbs. I agree. Hmm. stomps back over to the box.
3: Alright, uh, you gonna catch some shade. I?
2: Uh, that thing disturbed the hell out of me. I can't sleep. Me either. We'll do watch together.
0: Alright. Sweet. Um, so back at the Companion's Guild then, Merry, mm-hmm. as you're winding down for bed. Yes still aching. Yeah, it hurts. From... Yeah. Screws directly into your torso. It's a horrible process. <laughs> like, some bones had to be removed from around here. Just, like, some of them had to be taken out of the way. Some of them had to be shaved down. Integrated with metal parts. The magic helps a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, but it's painful. It's very painful, and uh, she's actually kind of glad that the boys aren't around for this. She can just be miserable by herself, <laughs> and they'll never know, and it'll be fine. Um. So I imagine that her arm is kind of uh, in a sling or something to help facilitate not bumping it around on mm-hmm. stuff. So she's got that kind of clutch to her. So, with, Absolutely. Her, with her free arm, she'll dig around in her backpack bed, and, uh... Uh, she'll set out her bow and some dried flowers that she carries around to try to, like, make a makeshift little symbol to Ambriel on the- on the ground that she can pseudo-pray mm-hmm. to, just as a focus more than anything. And then she'll- Yeah, I mean, it'd be
0: fairly easy to actually, like, recreate her symbol using your bow, and if you were to then put like an arrow on top of it and put the flowers on the arrow it basically yeah. replicates her symbol
1: yeah so she'll she does that uh of course every time she even like bumps her arm she flinches and uh it has to take a second yeah but she finally gets it all set up and then she sits down in front of it and um in front of the little symbol that she's made and she she wiggles a bit as she gets comfy as comfy as she can get and and then she she
0: yeah even thinking about like moving any part of that arm hurts yeah
1: it's this isn't oh boy i hope this wasn't uh, just a horrible mistake but what it's done now right yeah okay 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 <laughs> dear Ambriel, hello first off how are you <laughs> uh got things going okay sorry again about the people trying to make war with you that's gotta be not fun. Have you smote the blue haired demigod yet? I feel like I mean, if we need to take care of it for you I get, I understand that. Uh, also I'm sure uh, Yuri is very sorry about that probably, most likely. I feel like he 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 is probably. Uh, anyway uh, you may have noticed that we're trying to save a bunch of people and, and stop another uh, demigod thing from, from breaking out of one of their boxes. Who put them in those boxes by the way? Do you know? It'd be really cool if he could just let us know about that uh but anyway so we're trying to do that you may have also noticed that my best friends get hurt a lot like a lot like so much they get hurt just constantly all the time uh so much and uh i wasn't really trained so much to handle that much hurting like i can do like oh no uncle bob you got gored in the stomach i can patch you up until we get home but, like, this like constant, constant healing <laughs> that these guys need. I just, I need some help, honestly, uh, So, I don't know, I feel like since, since, you know, we're helping with the god thing, maybe if it's cool, if you could just, like, help me help them help you, you know? That would be great. Uh... Anyway... I hope you're not mad about the mechanical arm thing. I know that's not necessarily all natural, but hey... Uh, God things, right? Who knows? (laughs) Alright, well, uh, it's time for me to go to sleep now. I'm in a lot of pain. So, I love you. Okay, bye-bye. Merry out.
0: Merry on the answering machine (laughs) of a god. (laughs) 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 Ambria, like, wakes up tomorrow morning one unheard voicemail. What's this? The fuck? (laughs) Yep. Um... You don't really like feel anything apart from just the dull aching pain of your arm, um, and you had to sleep, mm-hmm. which helps a lot with the arm pain. Um, you were told it will still take a good couple of hours or so to get properly used to using it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you were told, be prepared, you might break a few glasses when you try to pick them up with that hand by just accidentally crushing them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, things like that. <laughs> um, but you um, you go to sleep.
1: Um, I don't even think she climbs up in the bed. She just pulls her bed backpack over to this little spot that she's made in the floor and she yeah. sort of shimmies into that.
0: Mhm. I will say you you have a relatively dreamless sleep. Um you wake up the next morning and everything seems like super dark. And you realize there's like something covering your face
1: almost. Okay. So bad at that I guess with my good arm
0: yeah it's like this blanket of moss almost had covered you in the sleeping bag while you were sleeping um and you you kind of look down and flowers have sprung up through the floorboards somehow
1: (laughs) my god is so cool Um,
0: (laughs) And it's- it's strange, like, if you- you get this, like, weird feeling when you look at the flowers and you reach out and you pick one up, and it's almost like it's trying to tell you something. Um, and, like, you pick a few more and you get this feeling of, like, the answer to your question is, the gods. And that's about all you seem to get from this like really strange it's super like weird feeling Mm -hmm. of when you're like, my god it's super cool the gods are kind of cool and like as you think the gods you get this like affirmative feeling Mm -hmm. almost.
1: The gods are Um,
0: cool. And something just seems to draw your mind back to that question. Mm Um, two of you, uh, Elian, I nearly said, not Ellion. I nearly said Elian and Gunnark, and then when I was trying to say Gunnark and Ellion, I said Ellion and Gunnark. Um, <laughs> I need the pair of you, uh, sleeping near the box. I need you both to make a constitution saving throw, please.
3: I I do want to clarify. I'm technically not like sleeping. Is that still, or neither of us are? I guess.
2: Yeah, we're we're awake.
0: Yeah, but you said you were taking watch, and then you guys were going to go to sleep, right?
2: We just said we'll take both take watch awake yeah. and not sleep. I don't
0: sleep Even anyway. Still, you still want us to take it? it? It's, it's it's more the duration okay. and your. You're still technically resting, even though you're not sleeping. Gotcha. Um, Ethan, if you don't sleep, I'm pretty sure you're gonna take a point of exhaustion <gasps> oh, for not sleeping.
2: Dang. Are we still taking that constitution saving throw, though?
0: Or no? Yeah.
2: Okay. I, I want to clarify that I got a 21 on a constitution saving throw, by the way. Not natural I got an 18.
3: Okay. I also uh, will be invisible for the remainder of the evening.
2: Is okay. it exhaustion, correct?
0: What is going on?
2: Sorry, my, uh... My app is spazzing Um, but Yeah, yeah so you continue. take one point
0: of exhaustion. Both of you, you just feel, like, drained from being sat this... From just being sat near this weird, like pulsing magic almost emanating from the box that you start to feel probably around the sixth hour just this like pulling at your spirit almost um luckily you do manage to stave off the effect um, and to briefly return to the Companions Guild um Merry mm-hmm. as you're like finishing up all your god stuff in the morning (laughs) and you're packing up and you're getting yourself ready to head back to Promethea
1: I pack the mask too it's coming with me
0: Yeah. Um, and as you're getting ready to head back to Promethea you hear uh,
1: hey Mary huh what yeah huh who me uh, down down here that's unusual
0: (laughs) 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 um Oh, sorry. Reappears. It's Fleeg.
1: <laughs> oh! Uh.
0: Oh. Oh? Yeah. Uh. Yuri's vanished. Oh. I don't know what to do. Well, you should- I'm not used to this. You
1: should stay with you me. You can't tell
0: him about- I don't normally talk. You can't tell him about- he doesn't know I could talk. And like, the the mouth is like, moving, but it's not saying the words that are coming out of his mouth.
1: Okay. Yeah, she'll she'll act like she's locking her lips with a key and toss <laughs> it uh, just randomly away. Yeah, to- uh, secret safe with me. That's between uh, you guys, obviously. I don't want to interfere with your Can relationship. Can I ride with
0: you for now? Yeah, totally. I feel like I gotta ask. Yeah. I don't want to invade your personal space. Yeah, hop
1: aboard, mister. She pats her shoulder.
0: Bat form and just... F- f- yeah,
1: just don't mind the spiders. Yeah,
0: that's cool. <laughs> It's a different view from down here. It's interesting. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Is this what you see all the time? All the time. All the butts and knees all day long. It's a lot of butts. A lot of butts.
0: I mean, Yuri's not that great either. He's only like five foot, but you know.
1: Yeah, you're looking at boobs all the time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, uh. You got a familiar, hey! Hey! I've always kind of wanted one, this is fun, it's like a trial run, so, uh, but you can't feel him yeah, I, anywhere. I, I can't
0: really do anything with you, though, I'm bonded to Yuri, That's, but, uh, well,
1: that's good, though, because that means he must be alive. Right? Sure! Yeah! That's what I'm going with. Onward! <laughs> yeah! We go! Let's go save a city
0: and, uh, hopefully find Yuri somewhere. <laughs> we go and uh (laughs) with that interesting interaction (laughs) um i will end this session (laughs) thank you so much for listening Remember, the easiest way to find all of our links is at practicalheroes.com. Please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash practicalheroes to help us to continue to deliver awesome content and start to raise production quality. All money goes straight back into our shows. If you're hungry for more Practical Heroes D&D, why not check out our weekly livestream on Fridays at 9pm EST, Voldonia by Starlight, over on Twitch and YouTube. That's all for now. Remember to share us with your friends, and we'll see you next time.